0: vagabond
1: mission podcast tell your mama
2: <laughs> what up and we're back mic check one two one and so we're right back up.
1: uh how you guys doing
2: doing good living life man surviving
1: living oh thriving um, so are you which one you doing man you Surviving you surviving what's happening both <laughs> well one's like not doing good the other one's doing good you decide all right well mark's been a little sick now he's back <laughs> we're not supposed to say that on the air i don't know okay i didn't say he had covid he had covid he <laughs>
0: did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I it. Uh, got a negative test this morning though good enough for me
1: okay it's the only time being negative is being positive, right? It's a positive? Yes, absolutely. crowd well, loves that one. People I'm like that. I uh, I got a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know how Santonio, like, always has, like, some abstract question for us? Yes, that's typically Mark are right? No, I, well, maybe you're right, you're right. I guess it's just your side of the table, typically, but today Mark's on my side of the table, so the tables have turned, so to speak, all right. Um, um, All right. What here it is? What's the newest thing you've tried? You like how that's kind of like abstract? Like it is. say like oh I I tried yoga, or I tried you know Diet Pepsi for the first time. What's what's the newest thing you that you can remember trying? It's I went out
2: to Nebraska. They got this restaurant called Runza, and I tell you what, I tried that food, and it just runs right through your body as soon as you <laughs> eat it. It's not Is that what it's supposed to be? It's not, but like that's what it did for me. But I tried it, and it was, you know, was, what was so it was weird right. about it? What was so like? It's just like mystery meat mixed with like onions and peppers and cheese. And I'm lactose intolerant, so like that ain't the best. But it was already right going down.
1: Okay, coming out different story. Though. That's like a Nebraska thing. Okay.
2: Yep. Yeah, it is. It is a Nebraska. And thing. it's shout really, out to Nebraska. It's really called Runza. Runza, and it runs
1: right through you. Yeah. That's that's really weird. Okay. Well, that was like a, I guess a bad new thing you tried. Mark? What? Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you fair. asking why I'm asking? No. Mark? Oh, okay. Mark. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking. You, can, you can't think of the newest thing you tried? I, I don't really try new things. Okay. I well, I tried inter. It's not the first time, but it's like a, it's it's new. You know, I I tried intermittent fasting. You know, you on your Joe Rogan right now? Oh, is that what he does? Preaches it loves it well i mean it really like it is good i feel healthy when i do it but man i hate doing it i, re- I really hate it how long you been yeah. on it for well i like i try and do it during the week and then on the weekend like i go ham you know oh, you breaking it up yeah, yeah 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 so that way it's like a little motivation to like survive or thrive Ooh. until the I'm weekend until the weekend uh comes around and uh, yeah, so I don't, I wouldn't say that I actually like it, but I will say this yesterday in a taco place, I saw Joe Rogan on the old fear factor and he looks so dumb <laughs> with, that his hair? He, with the hair, yeah. you know, that, you know, maybe if that's, if that's what it takes to elevate, you know, then, then I'm going to do it. So, uh, All right, well, Mark, if you have nothing, you look like you're about to die still. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking. I can't think of anything that I've it, tried recently. If you guys, if your ears had eyes and you could see how depressed Mark looks, why he was trying to think of something new he did, um, man, it was... Oh, uh, I tried I tried getting COVID. And you got it, right? I
0: got it, yeah. All the right. crowd
2: thought that was funny. That was, the, yeah, that was new. Knew, it, but I don't, I
0: don't... Our live hmm. audience.
1: Okay. Well, Brian Kissinger told us to tighten this up, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into it. (laughs) Um, So uh, speaking of new things, um, we have a new person. It's not a thing, right? Great transition. Uh, Yeah, it's not. She's a person. Yeah. She's an actual person, not a thing. But um, so that's that's something new for all three of us. Okay. Uh, But also, I'm gonna ask her a little bit about. Newness in her life, and her new role, her new marriage. Mm. Yes, she's taken, boys. Uh, but anyway, I guess I should tell you uh, who she who it is. is ahead of time. Her name is Tiana. I almost said Dolores, but Hawk. Tiana Hawk. <laughs>
2: Woo! And they're loving her. They're <laughs> loving her.
1: T- uh, a few things about Tiana. Um, she's short. Mm. Uh, she's... She- <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm, she, I'm, like, not that
1: short. You're pretty short. It's, like, an average girl size. Okay, uh, let me let me start over. A few things about Tiana. Uh-huh. She's average girl size. Average okay. girl okay. size. Yep. Um, she sings really well. But, Super
0: well. But she's not going to do it today on the podcast. She so. might. She,
1: she might. Right? She might. And um, her husband uh, has a nickname, The Blob. So she's married to The Blob. <laughs> Is this real? Yeah, T Hawk yeah. and the Blob. That yeah. was that was like mm-hmm. their couple That's, name. You know how like Ben Affleck and Jennifer, yeah, like Bennifer. I think
3: the only person that said it was Bob, but yeah. I, know.
1: I had never heard it. Maybe, maybe Adam not. never told me such a
2: thing. Shout out to Adam though.
0: Her husband <laughs> also has the same name as a former
1: NFL football player. AJ Hawk. AJ yeah. Hawk. A. J. Hawk. Ooh. That's a cool name. Uh, and she, uh, she's she been a missionary for a bunch of years with Vagabond. She uh, is an area director. What was I supposed to know? What are you chuckling? What was I supposed to know? How many years? <laughs> no, it's
0: like every time you don't know exactly how many years someone has been a Vagabond missionary, you always say, oh, they've been a missionary with Vagabond for a bunch of years. Well, it's true. Is it true or not true?
3: That would be correct.
1: All right, well then... <laughs> Then, uh,
0: because she uh, the uh,
1: like she's trying to I, sound like, smaller than I she went is. To
3: talk and then I was like, Whoa, I don't know if I can right now. <laughs>
1: because, she, because she was introduced as being so small, she's trying to sound like a tiny woman. Um, anyway, she uh, she's a great missionary, and uh, yeah, I remember her all the way back from when she was just a core member in college, and then we talked her into uh, doing missionary. Uh, you know, the missionary life, and, uh, but she's, she really, uh, I think she has a great story as far as, like, her involvement in Vagabond, so, Tiana, tell it. Tiana, we're excited to have you here.
3: Glad to be here.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, Tiana, so, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the last, uh, I don't know, how long ago did you get married, is what I was going to about oh, to. uh,
3: it's been a little while now. It's been, like, a like year and a half. Over a year? Yeah, yeah, okay. we got married April 2020, height of the pandemic.
1: Okay, so during uh, April 2021, did you freeze the wedding cake and eat it on your anniversary?
3: Um, We didn't even have oh, wedding cake.
1: bad <laughs> omen.
3: Um, we barbecue, though. We got some barbecue. No, I'm not You've saying... You had th-
1: some frozen barbecue. Did no, you it no, no,
3: no, no. I just meant, like, after we got married... We no,
1: no, I'm not saying the day you got married. I'm saying a year later. You know how you're supposed to eat some of your cake? You didn't have it's a wedding cake? It's like bar- this tradition yeah. thing. Uh, Are I you know, I know, I didn't, know, I didn't do it. No, well,
3: you, well, now I can't eat gluten, so thanks for reminding me again.
1: Well, you're like, we had barbecue. I knew you probably celebrated your wedding anniversary. I just meant, did you eat the wedding cake? Anyway, this this show's going downhill. Um, <laughs> Brian, Brian Kissinger's already Brian out. Kissinger's probably already <laughs> sending us an email how to tighten it up that's our, that's our number one friend of me. Um, all right. So, uh, you got married. Uh, what does your husband think about, uh, you doing this work? Cause a lot of people think being interested in missionary is kind of, kind of wild, right? What, what does your husband think?
3: Yeah. Um, AJ loves it. He's been really great. Um, he, yeah, he's jumped in head first and like helping us out with stuff. And he always has been like literally from like the time we started dating. Um, until now, has been, like, himself a dedicated core member at any site I've served at. Um, and I think he just has, like, a huge heart for this mission, too. So it's, like, a gift for him to jump in as a core member.
2: I remember when he was at the, yeah, when you, we were teammates in the Hill District, he Ooh. would always, hey, shout, shout out. Shout out to the Hill. He would always come around, play basketball. The kids legit thought he was a missionary. And Yeah, like, actually, he,
3: most people do think AJ's a missionary. No, so. he does great
2: work. He's always, like, top tier. And uh, there was yeah I, when he got that new job and he switched up, the kids were like, "What happened to AJ? He don't play basketball with us no more. Like, what's going on?" They were sad. Yeah.
3: Big tears.
2: <laughs> Big tears. <laughs>
1: okay, so thinking back to back when you were just a core member, what made you take the plunge and like, I mean, because you were a catechetics major, right? Correct. And you know, you were uh, your life was looking so promising, and then you
3: <laughs> you, 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 you gave everything
1: up gave everything up for Vagabond. So what what made you take the plunge?
3: Um yeah, so my junior year at Franciscan, I uh started helping out as a core member. I just mostly thought it sounded super cool. Um and I I don't think I really had any idea of like what I fully signed up for, um which I think is maybe sometimes mostly the case. At least with our core members. Um and I just like so quickly fell in love with our teens. Um I I just like fell in love with like the energy that they have. They're like so wild and crazy, like but in the best way. Like I just like when I say something like that, I like just imagine like the dance parties that we have and the music that we get to play, and they're so great at dancing and rapping. So it's it's just like I just it was so quick and like easy to fall in love with. Um, And I remember like thinking I I was thinking my senior year about like joining as a missionary, and I like. Wasn't fully convinced at the time, um, and I remember like dropping some kids off in the North End and thinking like, "Wow, I'm really gonna miss like these kids a lot." Um, mm. <laughs> and then, psych, I didn't because I stayed. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: So, how many years have you done? It? Four.
3: Um, this is like my fourth full time. I like had this weird thing where I like jumped in part time um, oh, my senior right, year. Right, so, like, right. if you count that, because right. then, in my eyes, it really felt like a full-time job and also kind of trying to full-time finish school. This would be like my fifth year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: It, it felt good. like a full-time job because it really was a full-time job, but they <laughs> said it was a part-time job.
3: Yeah. Like, surprise. Also, do your classes.
0: <laughs> How many uh, sites have you served at?
3: Um, Three. Yeah. So.
0: Three. Um,
3: so. Yeah. Steubenville um, and then two in Pittsburgh. Uh, so, I got to help start the Allentown and the Hill District sites there, which was awesome
1: what what you know you probably get asked this sometimes but what do you notice like different the same uh you know different places working with inner city kids like
3: yeah um I think I mean it's like the underground is like the underground anywhere you go like Our our youth site, The Underground, I say that and then I feel like I should explain myself. No, that's all good. They know. Cool. Uh, The
1: vagabond heads know what that is. The vagaboys and vagagirls
2: out there know what. that is. So there's...
3: I mean, like, there's this similar... Like, I think there's, like, something that's similar is that you really do... Like, even with the new sites, you can, like, so quickly just feel like there's a family at The Underground. Um, And I think it's really like, a welcoming environment for the kids and the missionaries. Like, it's intimidating to hang out with the teens, because teens are super honest, so like, they'll let you know if you don't look great, or like... If
2: if you breath stink, Yeah,
3: they're super... They're brutally honest, but in, like, the best way, so I think that, you know, the similarity is that there's definitely that, like, family and that sense of community. Differences? Um, I think in the bigger... I think in, like, a bigger city like Pittsburgh, it's kind of easier for kids to, like, be able to, like, take a break from, like, their home life and to, like, escape and stuff. Like, there's more, like, I could go to Target if I had a bad day, which is, like, always nice. But um, Steubenville is, like, more of a challenge because it's kind of harder to, like, figure out, like, something fun to do um, or to, like, you know, get out of the house. So I feel like even here more so now, like, now that I'm back in Steubenville, like, kids just want to be at the underground all the time. And, like, mm. we're, like, we just got to, like, kick them out. Like in a loving way because they they'll show up like an hour or more before and they want to like hang out super late too. So I mean maybe that's a little bit of a difference.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. So what uh, what made you want to come back to Seabrook after being in Pittsburgh?
3: Yeah. Um, Definitely
0: wasn't San Antonio.
3: <laughs> no, <Max> no, <laughs> I had yeah, I um, my last year in Pittsburgh, I had like. Such an awesome time in the hill, like working with Santonio. Santan- San and Santana. sorry, I'm like Santana, to- San- Carlos, Santana, Santonio, San Lauren, and Jesse. Shout out to all of them. Uh, even though Santonio San is sitting right here. All love, um, all love, all love. <laughs> we had we had such a fun team. It was really hard to leave the hill last year. Um, but um, I think just like well, my husband's been working in Steubenville. Um so he was making the commute every day, sacrificing. Um, but also. Like, my heart is just in Steubenville with with the people here and the kids here. Um, Even coming back, it's like, we have so many new kids, which is, like, kind of crazy to see, like, this new generation. I've, like, just never been in, you know, long here long enough to kind of see that transition. Um, But even even so, like, it's cool to, like, see um, some of, like, our older teens and how much they've, like, grown now and, like, in their senior year, just, like, fresh out of graduation. So just, like... Really having like a heart for the city of Steubenville and like really feeling called like that's where God was calling our family back to. Um, so yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you love Steubenville because I love it too.
2: Mm. Mm. I'm glad you're here too. <clears throat> aren't you? Aren't you like a godmother or like a confirmation sponsor or something like that?
3: Uh yeah I I. <laughs> I am twice <laughs> over. Yeah.
2: okay. Mm-hmm. What did what did that look like? Like what was the how did that whole thing break yeah, down?
3: It was crazy. The first time um I started helping out with Jesus class, which is our RCIA program that we have like the teens in who want to get baptized and come into the church. Um I was it was in my senior year of Franciscan. Um and I was like, I have no idea how to teach RCIA. Um so
2: even as a catechetics.
3: Well, I just, like, you know, I hadn't had any, like, practical experience. Gotcha, gotcha,
2: okay. Um,
3: Especially with with our kids. It's just, like, you got to make the class totally different than, like, you know, if you're teaching it for adults versus, like, teenagers. Um, So it was really cool to work with um, Chris Frank, our vice president, uh, on that a lot with him. Shout out, Chris. So many shout outs in this episode. Wow. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I, I... kind of got to create the curriculum at that we have like something fully formed now which is super awesome I like don't have to you know it's it's nice to have something to go off of and not like kind of stress about planning on out of but um I got to like help create that curriculum and the content and to like teach the kids every week and that's like hands down been like one of my favorite parts of the ministry Mm. it's just so cool to see teenagers like who like a lot of times like don't have like any kind of a church background or any kind of faith like totally jump in and say yes like i want to be like i want to be a christian i want to be baptized like i want to follow god so
1: okay so full disclosure one of the current teens are in is in the room right now i'm not going to make her talk because she asked me not to make her talk i think she thinks she has a funny voice um (laughs) she said i sound like an elf but she doesn't really um she uh, just kind of looks like Elf, but... Um, no, she don't look like Elf. She don't look like Elf. I'm trying to get her laugh. Um, but she said she doesn't want to talk. But what I want to ask you um, is if it's all right, like, can I ask Tiana a little bit about you? To share a little bit about you? You don't have to share, but I'm going to ask Tiana a few things about you. Is that cool? First off, is that... Are you uh, Marlita's uh, godmother, sponsor? Yeah. Which which one, Godmother or Sponsor? Oh,
3: well, both. Yeah, both. Okay. Godmother and Sponsor. Okay,
1: well, yeah. I can remember. Yeah. Now, she came into the church last year, right? No, she
3: came in in 2019.
1: Two yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Congratulations. Shout out. Proud Marlita's baptism. Great. Marlita, what up? <laughs> Almost two years. Fresh. Um, so just tell me, like, a little bit about, like, you know, Marlita's, like, one of everyone's favorite people at our local uh, underground. Why do, you think that's, why do you think that's the case?
3: Um, Marlita has, like... She is so joyful. She has the best energy. Um she's always she's always like really kind to everybody. And I feel like I can always like see her like when we have new kids coming to the underground, she's always like one of the first people to like reach out and like welcome them in. She's like so good at doing that. Um so and she's so funny. She makes great TikToks.
1: <laughs> and do you do you remember like a time like when it seemed like things clicked in for Marlita, like that she ended up doing uh Jesus class, or was it just like a gradual thing with her?
3: I think it was gradual. Marlita, would you agree? Maybe? Head just none, give me like yes, a head nod. Th- yeah. yeah, Yeah, it was okay. gradual. Marlita has been coming around for a while. I mean, you knew her. When I first met Marlita, she was in seventh grade, and um, she tried to shove me in a trash can, which was super Ooh. cool. Can we talk
1: uh, about this story? I was just like well, Hold on. She tried to shove you in a trash can. That means you are a small woman. <laughs> Just let the record show she fits inside of a trash can all right now tell the story,
3: um yeah, so we were at um we were at the old underground and um which is just a different space than we have right now um and but like before we have like our breakout night there's we just there's like the energy's super high, like music's playing, eating pizza, um having a lot of fun. And I I literally don't know what happened, but her and Shayna were probably, like, laughing about something and, like, trying to, like, mess around with the core members. And, like, the next thing I knew, this seventh grade girl picked me up, tried to, like, throw me over her shoulder and, like, literally just, like, like put my butt in a trash can. <laughs> it was, like, empty, so that was nice. Like, there wasn't any actual her? trash in it. I mean, like, I... I, like she was around and I had been around, like, but like, I mean, I didn't know her well. Like, I didn't have
2: any conversations prior to that.
3: <laughs> no, we did, but like, not like deep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: That'd like, be-
0: if it was the other way around, would you have done that to like with the the status of your relationship?
3: Yeah. Where I would just turn a-, a kid in a tree. No,
0: if you were a teen and she was like, the roles were reversed.
3: Yeah.
0: But you no. still had the imagine same you as you.
3: Does yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Am I making sense? No, here? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be so bold.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I remember. So I think Marlita started coming around like, on, like at the tail end of me being a missionary. I remember her being like, a little like. She but now, yes. but now she's like, so like so outgoing and joyful, and like we have a, me and her have a secret handshake. Is like, it so secret do we, or so do we. I mean, it's you it's, show
2: people.
0: It's like secret because it's only ours.
2: So we have a handshake. I guess it's not secret.
1: At the record show, we also have a secret handshake. Me and Marlita.
2: I just met Marlita for the second time today. We also have a handshake too. So <laughs> I don't
0: know if it's that special what.
3: I'm the only person that doesn't have a handshake. And you're her Quiller. godmother.
1: Mm. Yeah, but you have yeah, you have Oop. that though. You're her godmother. Mm. So you have an indelible cool. mark yeah. between the two of you. If that wow, I don't fresh. know if that's catechetically correct, but I was just gonna say it got <laughs> it got theological all of a sudden. Well, you get an indelible mark when you're baptized, it changes. True. But I'm hey, so... speaking of speaking of that, speaking of the baptism real quick. Walk us through what was that like? Because um, I've experienced this, you know, like being at like uh, Easter vigil or like Jesus class or even when a, a teen tells you like they want to be baptized, want to be Catholic, and it's it's wild, you know. Like, t- take us through like a, a memory, either the Easter vigil or, you know, before or after that. T- like, what, what was that like uh, doing that with um, Arlita, as her godmother?
3: Yeah, it was like it was just super special it's like always and like that I I had um been like this other girl Jaden's godparent and sponsor the year before um and it's just such a gift like I'm like so honored to like be able to be a part of your life in this way um it's it's crazy it's kind of like all of this build up and like preparation and it like happens so fast but um it's just like a real, I mean, you literally get like the best front row seat. Like, literally just standing, you know, next to her, putting, you like put the hand on her shoulder when they pour the water over her head. Like, um, it's just, it's super cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I just have memories like of the Easter vigil where I feel like I've, I just, I don't know. I've, I've never experienced Easter vigil more powerfully mm-hmm. than like when yeah. like you're with one of your teens who's about to get bapti- Baptist, baptized, baptized, baptized. Um, that's that's how we used to say it back in the nineties. But um, anyway, <laughs> baptized. Um, you know, it's it's like such a you know you feel almost like the electricity of like the sacrament being so yeah. close. You know, I, I feel like. That's, like, a a good way to describe it in my mind. Just, like, you, it's electric, you know, just standing by the, by the, uh, you know, baptismal font. You know, it just feels so, uh, I don't know, exciting and, and, and seeing, like, some... I, I don't know, even, like, just having memories of, like, teens dancing, like, when they got confirmed or, you know, baptized. You know, it's just, there's so much... Uh, there's so much joy and you know it brings joy to the whole like church you know and obviously yeah. the, our whole mission and, and all that kind of stuff so um that's cool tiana we've been teammates for one full year
2: during that time it was amazing we've had many great moments you know that's doing true contact San... work and oh yeah. go ahead. Uh, i
3: was just gonna say San Antonio and I, I had to drive to work for like quite a few months oh, that's true. <laughs>
2: Not having a car, We both, like,
3: didn't have a car last year. Our team got hit, like, real hard. Like, none of us had cars at one point. Hit real hard, literally. Like, quite literally with the car, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, give him a shout-out, Tiana. Who? Santonio. Another? Yeah, give him another one for driving. I'll take it.
3: We both... Hey, I drove Santonio a lot, too. Uh,
1: Shout-out to Tiana for (laughs) driving around. there we go. All right. (laughs) Shout-out. I knew
0: there was a shout-out in there somewhere. Um, This has become the shout-out podcast. Oh, boy.
2: But... See, and during your time as uh, yeah, as a missionary for four years, count that part time, yeah, 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 maybe five years. Do you think you have a yeah? Like, what's that story that you have that like moment where you're like, wow, this is this is real. Like, I'm really in the battlefield here. I'm in the trenches of like whether it's spiritual warfare stuff or if it's just like just the toughness that can kind of come with the job sometimes as being a, a vagabond missionary.
3: Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't want to get like you know, too, too dark or anything, but is, that, like, I mean, like, the, the reality is that, like, we have kids who have been, like, shot, um, and we have kids who have, you know, unfortunately, like, attempted to commit suicide, um, and so, but, in in both of those instances, I've, like, drawn up, it's, you know, been, um, when I've been at, like, the Steubenville base, um, and I've had to, like, drive out to Pittsburgh, um, and I had, like, the opportunity to go visit those kids, um, and that, that's super real, you know, I, Um, I feel like the town I grew up in, in Connecticut, Torrington, is, like, it's, like, double the size of Steubenville. It's also, like, an old, you know, like, Steubenville's, like, old steel factory town or whatever. Like, Torrington was, like, an old factory town. Um, so there's a lot of, like, similarities in my head of, like, where I grew up in Steubenville. Um, and, like, growing up, I... I, like, knew some kids that were, like, in gangs in high school. Obviously, I was, like, "Well, totally stay far away from that. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm just, like, small white kid. Like, so, like, what? Small. small. small okay, fine, Let the record show. I am she small. Her selfie. I'm small. I didn't think I was that small, but I guess I'm small. Anyways, the point is, I mean, they're, like, just, like, I would have never, like, thinking, like, I don't know. When I was in high school, like, honestly, like, I try, you know, you know, I tried to be, like, goody-two-shoes, like, just do great in all your classes, stay on the right track, don't ever, like, get involved in the wrong crowd, and just to, I don't know, I feel like I've had these moments where I've, like, kind of seen, like, the similarities of, like, wow, this has really gotten, like, real in a moment where, like, a teen is, like, had to go to the hospital, you know, for one reason or another, um, and I've been able to, like, be, you know, be there in, in some capacity, um, and so just, like, things that I probably, like, would have tried to avoid, like, had I been, you know, been back at home or, like, when I was younger versus, like, kind of, like, jumping in in that way. Like, in the right way. Not in, mm-hmm. like, you know, I think Vagabond's been really good, especially, like, as we've grown, like, creating, like, good boundaries for, like, our missionaries um, and the teams that we serve. But, like, you know, those those are really real parts of our job, to be honest, so...
0: So, um, now that your role has changed a little bit and now the, you're the area director in Steubenville, praise God for that. Uh, can you kind of share a little bit about like what, like your new role is and like kind of your day to day?
3: Yeah. So, um, in Steubenville, I have like this really cool opportunity to, um, still be really involved, like hands on, like with our site and with our kids. I know like in an area like Pittsburgh or Wichita, where we have like three or four bases, um, I think, like, an area director definitely has to hop around a lot more, um, but I, like, have, like, you know, that this really cool opportunity to still be really present to our kids, um, but I also have, like, this new chance to really pour into missionaries, um, just being, and, you know, like, I'm 27, like, I'm not too much older, but it's, like, it's, it's, you know, we have... You're enough it, older. Like, our, yeah, some, I think our, like, youngest missionary, like, just turned 21 um, here in Steubenville, so... This year. um, So it's, like, cool to... Yeah, it's Kaylee.
1: <laughs> Kaylee. Shout out, Kaylee. <laughs> shout out to Kaylee. Uh,
3: but it's, like, it's cool to be able to, like, kind of be in, like, this different state of life and to, like, use those, like, opportunities to, like, you know, better pour into missionaries and to, like, have this new side of mission to, like, you know, be a part of. So um, that didn't really answer your question. I kind of went on a weird tangent. Yeah, no, it, it kinda but... did kind of I think <laughs> it yeah. was
2: fun. Yeah. Cool. How
0: have you enjoyed like being the the area director and getting to pour into the missionaries?
3: Yeah. Um It's it's like cool because the last time I was in Somerville it was just me and shout out to Will Davis. <laughs> Will
0: Davis, it's a shout um, out.
3: It was just me and me and Will here running the site and it's another so small. incredible to have like <laughs>
1: another small an, I was going to say person. another small person but <laughs>
3: it's, it's just really it's cool to see like There's a team, like, a full team of four missionaries plus myself, so there's, like, five of us, like, hitting the streets. That sounds really stupid, but, like, I mean, quite literally, like, you know. Hitting the streets. We are, like, we're, you know, we're outside the school. We're, like, walking the hilltops. We're, like, playing basketball, whatever it is, like, um, to, yeah, to see, like, how many more teams we can reach and, like, how we can, like, continue to grow even in, like, a smaller site here like Steubenville with, like, all these extra set of hands, so, um
1: how about, uh, you know, I know when <clears throat> you took over as area director, one thing that you've been passionate about when you've uh, been like a leader of a site of or area is, you know, making sure that the missionaries are doing contact work, that they're actually doing that, um, you know, because we 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 talk about that a lot in training. We go over it a lot. It's the backbone of, you know, what we do. But the, take uh, the the listener through, like, what what is – contact work like what you know when you're saying like I want to make sure we're doing this like what is what does that look like I know you, you mentioned it a little yeah. bit but what what is what is that experience like
3: yeah contact work is when you're like meeting like new kids for the first time um just like meeting them wherever they are whether that is like a basketball court or when they're coming out of the high school at the end of the day or like at McDonald's at some like basketball football game whatever it is um meeting new kids for like the very first time and kind of making that first connection with them um so yeah I I mean it can look so different whether we're we're like actually playing basketball on a court and like inviting them into a game or if we're just like walking around like the hilltops here in Steubenville um kids are just kind of like you know especially in the summer or like right as soon as school starts and the weather's still really nice um they're outside doing something just like hanging out you know and in Latin. general, you
1: feel like that's, I mean, I know it's intimidating, but do you feel like people respond pretty well to that or are they it out by it?
3: Um, I think it's like half and half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like looking at Antonio mm-hmm. because we did so much contact work in the middle last <laughs> year. It's like, oh, it's half and half. Um, yeah, I think a lot of kid times kids are like way more open to things than like I would think. Like it's not like as weird to like walk up and kind of start a conversation because sometimes it can go really well, especially if like that kid's like really outgoing um, and they're, like, already outside, they want to be with people, they're with their friends already, like, it's some- sometimes not too bad, but also sometimes you, like, totally get shut down. And mm-hmm. you're MS- like, "Yeah, you want to play this basketball game? And they're like, no. And you're like, oh, I didn't see that one coming. And it's a little <laughs> different
2: each site, too. Like, in Steubenville, it's been well-established, and so yeah. people, like, know about Steubenville, so it's a little, e- sorry, they know about the underground in Steubenville, yeah. so it's a little easier, sound like with something from the underground, and then spitball from there. But in the hill brand new totally site. Totally different game. It's like, hey, what's up? I'm, <clears throat> <laughs>
3: exactly. I'm old.
2: I'm just trying to hang out. You know what i like, I do. What do you do? I look
3: old and I am. And I so actually I am. I have no hair on <laughs> my head. I'm bald.
2: Strong beard. Everybody likes a strong beard, but like,
1: some people don't. So like, where do we go from here? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's super awkward. And, and uh, it, it's like, for a new site, it's, it's, it's the only way to do it. Like, yeah. you know, it's like trying to be like, trying to like, plant a field without like ever like tilling the soil you know but it it's like you you really have to put in work you know like tilling the soil but there's there's no way to do it without yeah without doing that you know yeah if
3: you don't if you literally don't go out and put yourself in like an awkward mm -hmm. position and like try to meet kids like you're not gonna have any kids at that Mm -hmm. site
2: exactly when did when did you and marlita first meet did y'all tell that story already
3: We um I don't well, really
1: they told the, I think, can. the first memory when Marlita threw her in the <laughs> trash can. Um, but did, did you remember uh, meeting her outside of there? Like during, uh, uh, like doing some of this contact work we're talking about? I don't know. Was it that you already been coming to the underground? I don't
3: even
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can't remember and that's that's probably good. It's because yeah. it's been a part yeah. of your life for, for such a long time. It wasn't so weird that it stuck out. Yeah. Because that exactly. could be choice. Could be choice. <laughs> No, exactly. Um, So, do you? How how do you uh, with the missionaries that you uh, lead? How do you make sure that you're sticking to that principle? Like you lead by example. You guys talk about it weekly. How how does that?
3: Yeah. How does that work? Um, I definitely. It's always so weird. I lead by example. I don't know. I (laughs) hope I do. Um, I really do. Like, I wouldn't ever ask a missionary to do anything I'm not willing to do on my own or that I haven't like already done. Um, so. Yeah, so we're definitely, I mean, that that was a big part of our focus, like, going into this year. We just knew we had a lot of kids who had graduated and whatnot, and um, the missionaries have been awesome. It was, I remember, like, one one time this fall, like, I don't know, I was, like, doing some boring office thing that I needed to do, and um, I got a text from one of the missionaries, and they were like, uh, we're going to go out on the hilltops, and we're just going to, like, hand out the flyers to, like, our kickoff for, for this semester, And I was like, wow, like, I didn't even ask you to do it. And like, you're just like, they're so driven to mission in that way. And they wanted to like, they really do want to like meet kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And they wanted to make that a priority. And it's shown like Steubenville has like, it's, it's so cool to see like, even how much we've grown from like this summer until now. Um, Yeah, I would say
1: there's a direct correlation with your not not that, you know, we're obsessed with numbers, you know, whatever, but I do notice that. You know, when you're doing more contact work, there's more kids like in the underground or there's more kids at uh, breakout or there's more kids on a retreat or whatever. It's it's like totally linked to that. And that's a weird thing, you know, having done youth ministry in the suburbs or in other types of areas, you know, you can lean so heavily on the parish bulletin announcement or uh, knowing that people's parents are going to sign them up for confirmation or something. But it's really weird, like, when you realize, like, the, no one's going to come unless we go out and, you, you know, it's like that scripture, like go out into the highways and the byways and just in, start inviting people um, because there's seats to be filled. You don't know that scripture? Uh, yeah, I do. I know about it. Okay. That's in the uh,
2: gospel according to Bob Lesneski, right?
1: No, man, that's it. That's the scripture where like highways and the byways, highways and byways. Yeah. Bro, you're gonna have to break it down. Okay, so it's when like it's a different translation. The, oh yeah, the the story. You know, you know what I'm talking about? No, yes, Johnny, do you know? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. okay, I'm it's like, the story I'm where where uh, Jesus sharing this like parable, and he says like it's like a king who throws his feast. No one comes, and he says to the servants, "Where is everyone?" And they say like, "Well, people had excuses, like they were doing stuff." Yeah. and then he said, "Well, forget it. Go into the highways and the byways. That's what he says, and invite anyone you see." And uh, and so they start inviting everyone, and in just people like you know coming in, filling the seats, you know. And I I always feel like that's that's vagabond, you know, to a certain to a certain degree, you know. It's just trying to see who wants who wants in, you know.
0: Yeah, and I, I think like this year, like seeing that growth is like also too because like when the pandemic was in full height too, like that made it more of a like you couldn't really necessarily go out as much as, like, you can now. So it's cool to see, like, we're back in the
2: swing of, like, getting out there in yeah. the streets and inviting people in. It was definitely a difficult task, like, trying to go to, like, gyms or, like... Yeah. Like, libraries or, like, anywhere inside because it was all shut down. But I remember this one time we had met. Uh, Tiana and I was doing contact work. I chat with some dudes on the court. It was, like, ten dudes, and this was the first time we had seen these many... Like I've seen this many amount of teens outside playing basketball, and uh, and there was some girls up on the playground, and she so just went up, and I'm like, "What are you going to say? Like, how do you approach like a group of girls just chilling on the swing sets? Like, I don't. What did you say to them? Like, for me, I mean, as a guy, it's easy to just like y'all trying to hoop, yeah, and then boom. But yeah, like, the
3: girls are harder for sure. I, I'm you know, every time that happens, I'm like okay, here I go. <laughs> like, it's never yeah. like not uncomfortable for me, to be totally honest. Um,
0: Give yourself that little quick pep talk. Yeah, do
3: I don't you, know. Do I you probably try and sound cool? Are
1: you them. like, what up, girls?
3: No, literally <laughs> never. Look at Morgan's face. She was like, uh, I do not think so, Tiana. Um, no, I probably just went up and said, "Like, hey, those shoes are super cool. Where'd you get them? I don't know. You start with a compliment, you know. People usually like it when you compliment them. So
2: yeah, I mean, you got a tattoos too, so you're showing the tattoo I bet that look, you know, that's, that helps. Yeah,
3: one time, well, this is a fun story. Um, when it was it was this summer when I had um moved back to Steubenville. <laughs> one of the kids here. Oh my goodness, she looked at the. I have like a lily tattooed on my arm for Saint Joseph. I also said it was. For my grandma, so my mom didn't get super mad. <laughs> uh, don't listen
1: but, to this part, mom. Don't
3: listen to this part. Um, Let
1: the record show it was not for her grandma.
3: <laughs> no, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's a both. Anyways, I was I was like um, I was in like a store with these girls, and we were like it was like a thrift store. We were like I don't know, looking through the clothes, like being funny. All of a sudden, like literally out of nowhere, one of these girls goes, "That flower on your arm looks dead," and I was like, "Oh, okay.
1: yikes!" Because it because it like comes over like I neighbor. guess
3: so. Oh my and the God. other one was like, don't say that. It looks okay. But I was it so. looks
1: okay? <laughs> well, and dude, she like, probably didn't understand okay. what a lily, you know, a lily's supposed to look like that. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. But I mean, they're brutal. They're <laughs> yes. honest. Was, was, was that
1: girl Marlita?
3: Nope. Definitely not. Don't lie, Marlita. No, Marlita's, Marlita's awesome because uh, she backs me up all the time now. Like, if okay. anybody says, like, something slightly off to me at breakout, she's like, who do you think you're talking to? Better watch out. Who do you, do you know? That's my godmother. <laughs> I love that, man. I,
1: I love when that happens. There was one time when me, uh what, were you there too? We almost got in a fight with that that uh janitor from the Fort Steuben Hotel and those. No, <laughs> that, that was Joey. Oh, they they started getting into it with me and Joey when we were work at one of the old undergrounds. Yeah. And all the kids were on the bus. That was when we used to have an actual bus. Yeah. And uh we I, I they, they said something like pretty like pretty crappy about like our kids you know and we we're like well, you know what'd you say you know like and uh and then like you know me and joey started taking our coats off and all they, <laughs> the bus was like rocking they're like ah, oh, oh, they all wanted to get out and like uh you know they were like oh we're gonna get you know like they wanted to fight this guy you know they were finally like all right all right just just get in the bus like we you know we got it but it, it's a great feeling to feel like yeah. loyalty like that <laughs> um and Dang. uh yeah shout out to the bus yeah. Shout out to Marlita's loyalty. Shout this is out. The, Go ahead. She shout out.
3: No, I just I just wanted to like add to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is the
1: longest I've uh
0: ever heard Marlita or not heard Marlita. Like this is the quietest she's ever been in front of me. But that's Yeah, okay. she's
1: a she's a pretty active you know how you always say that Vagabond missions active contemplative. Yeah. like she's like active active. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, because she's She's like boisterous, she's funny she she moves a lot, like that was my first memory of Marlita, thinking you looked so cool when you danced, and uh true, just like, because when you dance like you're technically really good, you know how to you know pull off the the new and latest dance, but you also like just look like you're having so much fun, and like, i got i love kinda kind of wraps up your personality you know so uh it is you' it gonna wrapping up. Why don't we wrap up? We should wrap up this episode. Uh, all right. Well, uh, okay. I want to thank uh, our special guests, Tiana and Marlita. Um, Marlita, you want to say bye-bye to everyone? Just before?
3: Bye. <laughs> hey, <laughs> all right, there we go.
1: Boy. It, it sounds like when like uh, when someone roasts you, you're like, boy. Um, but I also, also want to thank uh Bob Rice. The, uh, the rice family for letting us use this beautiful space the George the George uh, we want to thank Franciscan University for uh, yeah letting us podcast in this piece uh, we thank Dan Bozek our uh, wonderful uh, what do we call him studio technic ed- editor key grip
0: the man with the golden hands. The man, that was
1: just the man with the golden key hands. Temple, yeah. and uh, and yeah we thank you the listener. Uh, If you want to check out anything else about Vagabond Missions, go to VagabondMissions.com. Shocker. Uh, And uh, we will be back next week. We'll be praying for you. Until then, peace. Peace. We out. Peace.